Are you a small business owner or someone who has a real interest in building your own brand? Then deep dive into the UP Consulting Group's Business Building Bootcamp, the annual convention and training camp for entrepreneurial spirits. Join us this March 5 and 6 to discover how you can unlock your business potential. This program is brought to you by ParcelBear. ParcelBear is the first eco-friendly courier service in the metro. They use craft paper and corn mailers for their packages and deliver the next day. But they are more than just a courier service. ParcelBear envisions their service to be the most friendly and trustworthy in the industry. For more information, visit www.weparcelbear.com. Based on the Youngblood column of the Philippine Daily Inquirer, this is the Youngblood Podcast. Stories written by the Filipino youth that inform, empower, and inspire. I'm your co-host for today, Joanna Bartonico. I was the communication and website manager in Youngblood from January until September of this year. On my spare time, I play with my cat. I also work as a freelance writer and for almost a decade now, I have been a film and Asian show enthusiast, just like our featured guest. To confess, we're like this most of the time. There are dull moments in our lives when we shallowly ponder on the vast dark yonder, like merely seeing the stars twinkle and nothing more. Rarely, there are special moments when the moon beautifully gazes at you, seemingly talking as you intently watched. Tonight was one of those splendid evenings. I had no intention of letting go. The moon was quietly conversing with me. The frigid December air enveloped me as I sat on our balcony at around midnight, but I'm usually asleep at this hour. It was extraordinarily bright and beautiful, as if it were the queen of the heavens. Normally, when it's midnight and I'm alone in the dark because everyone else is asleep, I'd recall all those scary childhood stories and then get frightened and return to my room very quickly. But staring at the magnificent moon that night, I felt secure baiting in its light. The more I observed, the more I thought that the moon presented a very unusual sight. But I was wrong. The moon has always been beautiful. I guess I was just blinded by the pressure and busyness of schoolwork, covering my eyes to the constant beauty of a moonlit night. Most of the time, we're like blind people. We forget to appreciate life as we drift along the constant hum of ensuring our future and keeping ourselves occupied. If we think about it, there are many good things happening around us, even more than the bad things we always notice. In life, like the moon, there are wonders worth beholding. We can notice these good things only if we pause and carefully listen to the very loud silence. Is that being awkward or weird? But I'd rather be so than not experience this breakthrough. There's so much going on around us that has left us in a state of distortion. Rather, like existing but not living. It is like being in a soccer tournament. We've got a goal to keep. Only that we're too focused on the goal and ignoring our teammates. And worse, we keep on scoring but fail to see our victory or loss. 
It's funny, but that's how most of us have forgotten the reason behind their every effort. Life on Earth is both a gift and a mystery. Some people are lucky to have overcome the mystery and gone on to discover the gift awaiting them. That night, I was lucky to discover that life has scattered those gifts everywhere. It depends on us to untie the ribbons and unwrap those gifts. But this mystery is still a place in which I'm constantly groping. When those special nights occur and the moon seems an unusual sight, it makes me think of how people thousands of years ago beheld the same orb and caught inspiration from it. It also makes me think how beautiful the earth might look like if viewed from the moon. Traveling to that huge planet-like rock becomes so tempting. But for now, I'll settle for this cryptic dream that literally belongs to space, to taste a beautiful life on the moon. His essay, Gifts from the Moon, was published on January 26, 2016. Today, he joins our host Michael Morales to talk about the moon, its poetic revelations to him one night, and how simple and beautiful cosmic things like a piece of rock in the outer space can bring mindfulness on how we look at our busy lives here on Earth. What's up, everyone? It's me, Michael Morales, and welcome to a new episode of the Youngblood Podcast. Mr. David Hinolan, a registered pharmacist, faculty member of Colegio San Agustin Bacolod, as well as a former student leader and a campus journalist, joins us today. Good afternoon, Mr. David. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Michael. I hope everyone is safe and you're having a great day. Kumusta pong situation sa inyo? Actually, the situation like in Bacolod is actually pretty manageable compared to other cities. However, of course, there's a lot of threat pa din. So, when it comes to personal and work life, ito, struggling as a student and also um, as a student in, uh, um, for graduate study sa master's ko at San Carlos University. And at the same time, of course, since I'm also teaching, so parang you have to balance our work. You mentioned in your LinkedIn profile, of course, as part of knowing the guests, um, you mentioned there that you were a, for, a former student leader and a campus journalist. Um, is, is still the flame, or kumbaga, um, nandyan po pa rin ba yung flame towards serving the community? And of, of course, Buhay na buhay pa rin po ba yung spirit as a campus journalist or a journalist? With that regard, so things turned out to be different. Kasi nung college, everyone knew na I was um, the type of um, writer type more than the leader type, actually. During the peak of my journalism career, parang I kind of struggled a lot into really knowing my true identity as a writer. So parang there were lots of pressure kasi of course during college, um, you were sent for competitions and you have to, you, you know, um, you have this um, mindset that you have to maintain all these awards. Because I also, although I am, I, I do, I'm resolved actually with my identity man bef- naman before, but um, parang what happened along the way is parang you're kind of afraid, like, um, to be judged, like, along the way if people na, because there was there were times na pala, na my losing streak in the competitions during college like parang continuous siya. so it was really hard for me to accept like so what will happen 
um, in the long run, the school is paying for all of the competitions that I go through. So it was really hard. And then it was one of the most like depressive moments I've had because um, that was like a wrong mindset I had that I was basing my identity as a writer sa awards rather than me um, basing my identity as a writer for my love in writing. So I had to go um, at least like four years of really contemplating finding myself after that moment. I even asked my former advisors, my friends, my teachers, like, so can you please read my write-up? So parang one, my former editor-in-chief, Miss um, Karina Jimenea, she's also um, a, a campus journalist and a student leader. So she told me that um, my writing when I entered college was the type wherein it gives life. It has a lot of color. And then she noticed that along the way um, during my um, final years, parang my writing was, it was like formatted. It did not have the David type of writing. So luckily, and um, I was really able to resolve myself na after all, writing is just about um, knowing yourself because I first came in as a writer because for my love in writing, not because of the medals and awards. So right now, actually, although I still do write, but not that often, I'm more focused on leading. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm the president of the Young Pharmacist Group, Negros Occidental um, chapter, and I do vo- volunteer a lot because I know that as a pharmacist, there, there are still lots of things to be fixed in the profession. And of course, I also want to serve and uplift like the other professions as well and my fellow pharmacists by showing them that as a, even if you're just a young pharmacist, you can actually have ambition for your profession. So um, it, the tables have turned, so it's more of me as a leader, but I, I'm actually using my writing skills to actually um, convey my thoughts um, to my other members. So it's really, it comes in handy, your writing skills as a writer. But I'm not more into competition type of journalists anymore. It's more self-affection and um, um, recreation na lang siya. Uh, thank you so much for sharing some sort of background. Medyo nakaka, I can say na medyo nakaka-relate po ako kasi parang I'm a type of student journalist rin who annually competes for the school's press conference as a broadcaster. Yeah. And yun po, di ba? Parang annually mo talagang inaabangan yun eh. Um, what is the most precious gift that you've received when you was a kid that you still have up to these days? I think it's really about um, the Nintendo consoles that I have. As a kid, I'm really a fan of Pokemon and a lot of um, Nintendo games. So up until now, actually, it's a gift for me, not in a type that it's the material type of gift. But it's a gift because that console started on how I was able to cope up in stress. It It is part of me. Like... Um, David is without um without Nintendo. It's not just like me, um. Because Nintendo, like the Nintendo consoles that you have, you gain friends, events abroad, like um with the Pokemon competitions that you enter, and it's just about um you really appreciating um you getting the character development actually as you play along the game. So parang it's part of my being natalaga um and really. Um, playing with um, those um, Nintendo games. 
somehow I could say na it molded me as a person because though um, the important lessons that I have to apply when I was growing up and recently the yeah adulting na um, especially on how you tackle um, crisis parang makikita mo dun na really um, the characters in your game have so much positivity despite of them um, maraming problems usually sa mga Pokemon like you solve a lot of games but then there are lots of words of wisdom actually embedded in the game if you just have to really um, get into it so it's not just about um, because there's lots of misconception about Pokemon games and other Nintendo games eh. like other people would just stand it's a waste of time but it's not a waste of time if that game would help you um, cope up and would give you your own character and will show you the flavor of the world then that game is actually um, very helpful in character development and sa growth as a person so i can say nintendo nintendo console so uh, material wise humanistic aspect wise na same imagine na correlated na parang we have we have lots of similarities mm-hmm. i really like pokemon ren nung bata ako but siguro difference lang i was not i was uh-huh. not able to have the Nintendo something or yung pinaglalaro mm-hmm. parang nakikishare lang ako nun sa pinsan ko but uh-huh. it was really a great childhood um, na my experience or makapaglaro ng Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Can I also add kasi sa last part usually ng mga games there are times na yung yung character mara-resolve na yung issue niya why he did evil things and parang sa mga statement and, and casual conversation ng mga character mo and yung mga um, villains sa uh, um, games, parang dyan mo ma-realize na everyone has their own stories to tell and parang mas maging um, you'll be able to develop your sense of um, um, sympathy, empathy, and be able to really link to them. So, um, I can say na very precious talaga yung mga games. Honestly, if they just go back to the old ones and the current ones as well. Yeah, um, like every action um, is driven by something. Nga naman. I want to know, like the listeners want to know also, no? That, ano nga ba yung Young Blood story mo? What initiated you to write the essay? So for that part, like, um, I'm not sure if you, yeah, you know Leia, your founder, right? So Leia was a good friend of mine and um, she was able, she was actually, um, the member of the team who will be competing for the Bible quiz. So it's like the St. Paul's National Bible Quiz. So parang in our city, um, our school has been a consistent champion ever since nung time namin. So like our teacher or the advisor, the coach told me that maybe you'd like to volunteer um, to help them. Okay, so sa upcoming contest. So I went there. So parang I kind of supported them and I met this person like Miss Lex Addison. So she's also a um a young person who have published multiple young blood articles. So she told me na ah you're writer then pala. So sabi ko yes before Miss like I'm part of the um campus publication of our school where I graduated from high school then she told me now maybe you'd like to to get published a young blood so i actually don't have an idea that time or maybe i had i heard actually um from my previous teacher um, my psychology teacher in college so parang um first year college because at that time second year college now when i volunteered to coach um Le- leia and her team for the bible quiz so parang okay so maybe i'll just try and then ayun so and then 
I remember pala, Ms. Per- Carla Perwello, I think she was also featured in here. So she was my um, psychology college professor. So she, during break times, parang she got to share her story then she was published, so yeah, published so Young Blood and all. So I kind of checked her essay and it was in the mid, I think August of 2015 when, when I got interested of what Young Blood is. So I checked out the Inquirer um, website and I've read different essays. So my goal there was actually to see the patterns or like what are the types of essays that um, Inquirer um, accepts for Young Blood. Because I've heard that um, not everyone who passed, um, not everyone who passes their essay would be published. So dapat careful ka talaga and dapat, um, you've written your essay in a way na parang personal siya, I guess. Or parang technically other people would say na dapat your essay was really good, is really good rather. So, yun. And I checked and I kind of fell in love with the essay kasi makakarelate ka talaga with the stories of the young people. Like, ah, so this person actually um, um, encountered this um, happening in his life. So, nafe-feel din pala ng mga young people ang ganito. And then that actually captivated me. So sabi ko, sana one day I could also publish mine. So it was actually in December 2015, um, near um, New Year's, or I think malapit na yung New Year yun, I decided to pass my um, um, first um, uh, my, my, my essay, or like it was my, my first attempt to pass an essay. So um, the topic that was really close to my heart is my story with the moon and how I'm really amazed by it. So ganun, so I just passed and I, um, I, I was really hoping that I could also share my insight as a young person on um, how beautiful life is actually um, in comparison or uh, how beautiful life is so I can assemble it to how I um, see the moon because it's beautiful and magnificent. I really like the idea no, of how you compare the moon sa parang views or something na feels ng tao towards um, some sort of things. Parang hindi, hindi ko na vision na doon yun papunta. Pero anyways, um, looking back at your essay, um, I'm just curious on this specific thing kasi you mentioned na may parang kina, kinatatakutan kang um, child, childhood stories. No? What were the scary childhood stories you heard when you were a child? Of course, it's like the typical Filipino childhood stories that you hear, the aswangs and the white ladies, of course. So I'm always afraid of the existence existence of spiritual beings because um, I do associate those spiritual beings with death. So as a young, as a child, my concept about death is that you'll forever be separated from the people you love and then parang everything ends. It's like the entire darkness. So I don't want to experience that because I know that there, I still have, um, of course, when I was young, I have lots of things in mind. Parang laro, laro, like kanoon. So parang I don't want to leave Earth yet that time. So parang whenever I hear or whenever there, um, parang eerie yung place, I do associate it with like the spiritual things and parang death. So especially if yung mga stories talaga sa mga horror stories, like if you watch the horror stories, you'll be possessed or you'll be eaten. So, yeah. So, those are the scary stories I have. And usually, of course, paggabi, doon daw sila um, lumalabas, yung mga aswa. So, yeah. Funny. That is 
like the child st- stories or scary stories I have in mind. For you, what does the moon represents to you, or how do you view the moon? Okay, so parang the moon has always been magnificent to look at for me. I'm not sure if you have that feeling, pero whenever you're walking alone or you're having a drive home, or whenever you see each time you look at the moon, especially when it's big and it's um at its um ang full moon talaga, or even like the crescent ones, parang you'll be able to realize like whoa, so that thing is so enormous, and you'll be able to be amazed. You'll just be amazed on how um the moon would look like. Parang I'm not sure. I'm I, up until now. It's I, I'm still uncertain. Pero parang it like converses with you. Parang it gives you a lot of peace. So parang each time it guides you. Um, na, na it reminds you na as long as it's there, life will be okay. Parang it's really the sense of relief and peace na it's giving um to you. So parang na low key na nagkonverse kayo with each other, and then you realize a lot of things. So parang amazing talaga yung figure ng moon for me. So, maybe I'm just fascinated with those stuff. Um, what mm-hmm. should we see? Or what are the things that we must give attention to? So, parang, um, yeah, so I've also mentioned about earlier na I had series of self-doubt as a writer. And then, maybe I'm just looking at the wrong goal. But I realized mo along the way that even when, when or lose, you have actually won a lot in life. The moment that you are brave enough to really pursue things, even if it's uncertain, na makukuha mo siya, even if um, malak, um, you have the low, you have very low chances of actually achieving that um, feat. For the fact that you were brave enough to pursue that um, journey is actually um, um, a gift na to you. Because along the way, Um, you meet a lot of people. So, you see, I have no regrets, actually. I realize I have no regrets because um, whenever you enter a competition. So, parang, if you did not win, parang most of the people would associate it na parang sayang siya. Na parang you've given your effort. But then, no. Because along the way, you've meet a lot of people, like different connections, and you also learn, uh, learn your stories as well. You expand your horizon, you expand your connection as a person. And I think those stuff actually matter a lot because you exchange culture. Eh. So um, I view life as it is because, of course, you have a certain goal. But the most meaningful um, thing in life is actually the journey and the things in between that happen there. So those are the stuff that, you will, that will be remembered along the way because at the end of the day, we're humans. Um, we're not... Um, you'll get old and you find these um, feet and achievements that you have very insignificant. So um, I think that's the thing that I was referring to about the blindness. We are actually, um, we fail to actually see the most important things. And that's always, um, that, that you should always enjoy the in-betweens. And if you enjoy the in-betweens, Um, whether you'll win or not, although you, you really have to strive, your, you have to really give your best and strive for excellence. But um, along the way, if you just enjoy the moment, talagang it's really worth it. So that's the true, um, I think, goal in life, to actually see um, the beautiful things that um, happen in between. Because um, just like um, whenever you're in the meadow, so it is in the silence, that you really see the butterfly flutter above the grass 
you see metamorphosis. It's not actually in, the, in, in those um, fast-paced um, action phase in your life that you'll be able to see those beautiful things where life blossoms the most. So I think that's the thing that I um, refer in my essay. Oh, we were talking about the blindness earlier. Yung parang um, mga things na hindi nakikita ng taon dapat pagtuunan ng pansin. What can we do to cure the so-called blindness of other people and the things that matter or that really matter? Sometimes when we have when we've set goals in our lives, parang, um, our point of view is to always compare like what we've achieved um, in life um, with other people. So parang, it's okay to actually go through that phase. Because we're really curious if like regarding um, how, how competitive we can be as persons. But at the end of the day, When you try to really scrutinize things and try to really read through the lines in life, no matter how much achieved, um, no matter how much you achieve in life, there will always be people who will be better at you. So I think um, it's really important to put in mind that you will always not be the best, no matter how much you try. Even if you've won, um, even if you're the champion for this year and you've maintained or Um, kept your title as champion, for example, for NSPC, for whatever contest that you go through, um, you'll be able to realize that at the end of the day, like as years would go by, there will always be someone who will be better at you. So parang, why not just enjoy the moment in life? Um, we have to really enjoy na lang siguro life as we try to attempt for the things that are really close to our heart. It's okay if you feel sad whenever you're defeated. Kasi normal yun. Kasi you have a goal then. But I think when I realized that mindset, it actually helped me a lot cope up with stress, cope up with um, how to accept rejections. Parang ganon. So I don't, like, um, I just don't um, see it as like parang, Um, personally against me. So I just see it as things that I can really improve to myself. And even if I've improved, um, hindi talaga ako magiging the best. So all you could actually do is to give your best na lang. And then I, I know that people will really appreciate you um, for that thing. So um, I think um, also with that, if you put that in mind, you have more insights and space to appreciate um, the, your surroundings along the way. So, hindi ka talaga maka-occupy to really um, be that um, competitive um, to the point na you, were, you weren't able to really have a life or really connecting to other people. So, that's actually relatable to even to school, to work, and to the organization that you manage. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you are a corporate um, organization. So, um, you are an organization rather, you are a group. So, um, your relationship between the people really matter the most. Uh, so, uh, and together, you can achieve um, even something better and improve your um, group as a whole. Some, some people kasi are very driven masyado sa achievements or o di naman kaya uh, parang nasisilaw na sila on the things that they achieve, which is Diba? Parang at the end of the day nga, hindi naman, hindi naman talaga yung, yun yung nagmamatter. It is, siguro, I think it is the, um, it is the impact that we, that we give or we live sa ating, um, sa mga people na nakasasa, nakakasalamuhan na. Have you been in a situation when you realized at the moment of your life that you were just existing 
but not living. Okay, so I think um, that moment was actually when I went to pharmacy school. I never actually had any plans to go to pharmacy school. So parang, I also had grades to maintain the Elmi scholarship. So saying naman yung scholarship if you would not maintain some gra- the grades. And of course, parang, diba, um, we have um, your meant or you were asked to join the certain competitions and parang several certain competitions the leadership ng mga competition meron cut off na grade so you really have to maintain that and also there were lots of expectations kasi din so parang when i was studying a lot for pharmacy it was like more of me passing the subjects rather than actually learning for the people kasi here's the thing i've come to a point where I asked my teacher, are you preparing for board? Are you, um, is this curriculum um, preparing us or preparing us to just pass the board? Or, are you, or is this curriculum making board passers than actually making professionals? Because sometimes you'll be able to realize na super cram talaga yung lessons and then super hectic yung ganon. But then I think that mindset came about because I still have no passion sa pharma that time. Parang that moment I sabi ko sa self ko na um, this is very um, exhausting ganon. But the moment I had my internship now when I met a certain person this old lady. So parang I was walking. I was I was actually walking to the um um I was actually preparing or I mean walking to the jeepney bay for um from home to the barangay that we had so i was actually on my way to the pharmacy where i had my internship at i met this old lady so parang that old lady was actually um an old lady who i see in the community so her major she didn't have actually a work but she relied on tending the lawns sa um, neighborhood namin. So parang um, she, gets, she, she gets commission whenever she um, trims the, the um, grass or lawn. So parang ganun. So she told me na um, in Ilonggo to, dugay-dugay mo doctor ka na. It translates to this. Um, son, in few years, you'll soon be a doctor. Parang ganun. So that time, I never actually had any plans to be a doctor and up until now, I, know had, plan- I had no plans to be a doctor. So Sabi ko, that person believed in me even if I did not believe in myself. Maybe she believed in me kasi like naka-white uniform ako and I had my pen on and ganon. So, na-realize ko lang na that moment, if I could not study for myself, I should study for the welfare of humanity and for the people who need it the most. So, parang cliche siya. But that phrase actually gave me the fire to... It's not actually the blazing fire because I did not really excel actually at the end, at the final years of my college because it's very um, exhausting. Siya. So parang, it was actually the fire that um, fueled my passion for pharmacy. So doon, from, I realized there were some subjects that must have opened my mind ko, and I was really able to study it wholeheartedly. So it's not just I go to school na parang zombie ka. I go to school na kasi I know that this knowledge will someday be needed by my patient or this knowledge will be needed by a certain person or a patient. So parang that day on, I realized that passion do actually fuel your um, fuel your drive for excellence. So parang if you really have that passion, parang you, although that, pas- that passion will not make things easier, 
that that passion will think will make things bearable for you. Um, it will give you the endurance to study more because you know you have to study this because this information might be crucial for an emergency of a patient, ganon, or for a research study. So parang from um from that day on, uh, most especially after I graduated pharmacy while I was studying for the board exams. I did not study to pass the board. I study because I know that these informations will be crucial for my patients. These informations are the need, are the ones that I'll be needing for me to pass my interviews, my research, my posts where I will be, um, where I dream to work for. So ganon. So I think that moment was actually meeting that old lady who you barely know about, believe in you. So sometimes if like people believe in you, if you're not believing in yourself, it's actually um, a turning point. Um, the turning point in there when I was able to realize that I was just living just to survive. I, I was just um, living, merely living so pharmacy school just to survive and not actually putting it hard or um, connote its existence in the word. Parang it was the moment when I realized na parang I have a role to fulfill. So parang if I would not be a good pharmacist, if I'll not be able to provide crucial information for the medication, well, I will not be able to spot on medication error, potential drug-drug interaction, food-drug interaction, or I will not be able to formulate a good formulation for these people. So what will be the life of the future um, patient? So that got actually helped me a lot. If I could not study for myself, I would study for the welfare of humanity and for the people who need it the most. So it gave me the purpose to do so. And just to add on, um, I just like to add that like, my Lola is a pharmacist. So she's really close to me. So parang whenever when I had that encounter, I knew that I would be having the greatest inheritance ever because I would not inherit anything. Like she died 2017, like on the World Pharmacist Day. So ganon. So parang I realized na um I will not be able to inherit money, like parang not in the sense, but what I will be inheriting from her is her being, her profession. So parang whenever I do something for pharmacy, whenever I try to strive to improve myself, to become a better pharmacist, it's just like she's me, she's here. So those are the stuff that um helped me along the way. Mm -mm. So whenever I celebrate World Pharmacist Day on September 25, okay, so um Whenever I will celebrate, um, whenever I would celebrate that day, it would remind me of my profession for me to improve, but it also remind me of um, my inheritance from a very, very, very close um, and important people, an important person in my life. So that's my grandmother. Thank you for sharing your your story. No, along the way, sa pharmacy life, uh, studies mo. Dun mo lang ba na gain yung passion, or are you really passionate about it na? Kasi, okay, so thank you for that question. Kasi pharmacy, I thought it was like, it was just merely selling medicine. So I thought I would just be tendero at the botica. So like, okay, so it, the job would be easy. You just go there, sit there, um, do cashier works, and um, you'll be getting your salary. And it's quite, um, I think, not really that big, but it's um, better than, than the regular pay for the pharmacist. Although I knew that pharmacy was about preparation, pre preparing medication, but I did not expect na ganito yung pharma. So I did not really have the passion for pharma. Kasi mababa yung tingin ko sa pharma actually when I entered pharma. So then 
doon ako nagkamali actually. So, first year pa lang, umiiyak na ako sa Parma. And I did not expect this. Sila parang scam siya. Like, I thought hindi siya madami yung calculation. But where, where are there many calculation and conversion and chemistry? Like yung stoichiometry and then madami siyang chemistry actually yung Parma. And it's like a mixture of biology. So, it was actually in the middle of my pharmacy life during the internship talaga, my first internship in the community pharmacy. Kasi sa pharmacy, we're tasked to do internships in, in various field, fields of pharmacy, such as your community, your hospital, your manufacturing. And the last one, you could actually choose to major in one of those areas. So, ganun. So, I majored in the community actually because it's really my passion to work in the community setup where the patients could actually ask you about medication. So, ganun. So, it was actually in the middle of my pharmacy career. So, at first, never, I'm not passionate about it. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, what specific moment naman of your life when you realized that life on earth is both a gift and a mystery? So, I think I have no specific answers for that. But the closest answer that I, I can give is actually me being able to realize my dreams in life. So, I have to say that last 2020, I got rejected from um, the university in abroad, which I really worked hard for for the past few, few years, I guess, before I passed the licensure examination for pharmacy. So, parang, the application form... I prepared um, a lot for that one. But unfortunately, there were some circumstances wherein I wasn't able to get correct um, character references. I wasn't able to contact the professors needed for that one. So I just applied. And then I realized that um, my application process was the wrong one after all. So it realizing, like most of the people, I think, after a rejection would they would actually stop actually to pursue that thing. But for me, that moment, 2020, I never had any plan Bs. My plan A was only to go to that school, to Taiwan. I want to study there and because I want to learn something for the Philippines, which I could actually um, apply here in the country if ever I get a degree from there. So when I got rejected, um, I was actually able to realize that you still have a lot of dreams in life. And although it's still a mystery for you to see like what the future holds for you, but then it's actually also a gift. You keep on going, uh, you keep on pursuing your um, um, passions in life because it gives you the fulfillment. So I have one story like when I read, um, it's like a kid's story that I got from my aunt. From the U.S., so she every year she sends me um, several sets of books to U.S. and because she knows that I love reading when I was in high school, so there was a genie in there. It was like um, the adventure of a genie, and then the goal of the genie is to actually fulfill the wishes of the of of the um, normal people. So there was this person. He was the most. He was the unluckiest person to live on Earth. Because um, when he got when no pinanganak siya, um, parang na-flush out siya sa, sa toilet seat. Parang, it was an accident that she like, that the, the, the kid went out from her mother's womb. So parang na-flush out siya and then parang like um, his head was actually actually disformed and then he did not grow to be 
a normal kid kasi there were abnormalities and such. Parang one of those is nabangga siya ng isang truck. Like he fell off from a high building. But he was still alive. So parang when the genie realized na ah, there's this person pala who exists and maybe I could grant him three wishes. So the genie went to that person and asked him, um, so what would be your wish? I will be granting it to you. So to my surprise, the unluckiest person on earth said na, I don't want your um, I don't want you to grant my wish. Why? So like that genie asked. And the that person, the unluckiest person on earth, replied, na, if you grant my wish, I do actually have a wish. Plenty of wishes in life. But if you grant them right now, you're actually taking my dream in life. Because sometimes the wish, the wishes that we have in life are actually the gifts that we have from the future. So technically, you're taking a dream away. Because like achieving that feat, achieving that wish, or fulfilling that wish would actually be a dream for you. So ibata na yung fulfillment mo as a person when you try to dream those stuff. So parang realize ko na whoa. So if I were actually that person, I would actually ask him to to give me a lot of um this um games or stuff and a lot of like um awards and all so it would be easier for me so it would be a career boost for me but then i realized god like there are other people na if you take away their um their sense of purpose and passion and um the, if you immediately grant their wish it takes away their dreams so i think these the the things in life that we still that, that we are longing to achieve or that we still want to achieve are will, will actually be the gift and the mystery for us in the future so i really encourage everyone to never really give up give up to their dream may it be that dream will be fulfilled or not but never give up lang siguro so um eventually it will just um fall into place so parang I, that's the closest answer that i can give Okay, at this juncture, we want to know what is the one thing you want our listeners or readers to think or feel upon reading your essay that corresponds to an action? Or what do you want them to do after listening to this podcast? Nakamit ka po, sir. So what I would want them to learn from my essay is it would not necessarily mean that they could actually talk to the moon because every one of us has their own comfort things in life. But the principle behind that essay is just to find that certain comfort spot that you have as a person that could unravel, help you understand mysteries. So actually, no, if you really talk, um, think about it, other people would be able to, would be amazed at the sight of a lake with it's other people, it's lovely for them if they're on the beach. Other people love the adventure when trekking. So those superficial things in life do actually um, develop your character. At the end of the day, um, it's really your, it's really, um, the existence of life is actually, um, is still a mystery. So what's after life? Um, what's, it's if you really try to comprehend it, it's so deep that it will just make your um, head ache. But if you just try to enjoy life, um, as what um, as if you're just trying to enjoy life, um, I think um, things would be better.
better and you'll be able to feel um the lighter side of life so ganoon so just you just i think you really have to know your comfort spot and find your own um connection with nature and nature is actually um a good place to look into because we're really connected to nature so for me it's the moon and i hope they'll be able to find their own moons as well Okay, thank you so much, David, for sharing your insightful thoughts and message. I believe uh, maraming mapupulot rito ang ating listeners. And of course, um, on behalf of the Youngblood podcast team, we are, ve- we are very grateful to have you on board. Thank you so much, David. Thank you so much, Michael. So um, I'm also honored to be, in, to be here in your um, show. David Hinolan is an avid fan of Asian show, specifically Chinese drama and Chinese pop. He's passionate about two things, pharmacy and eating. During his free time, he plays Nintendo games. And that's it for today's episode of the Youngblood Podcast. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and check out our other episodes. Feel free to drop in the comment section your suggestions on what we should feature on our next episodes. Follow our official social media accounts on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you guys for listening. I am your host, Joshua Onsai. Till next time. Bye!